0: Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus, 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND.
1: Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, The next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. All right, it's the Champy's Chicken
2: Hour, always this hour of the show, brought to you by the great folks at Champy's Chicken. Sterling and the crew down there ready to take care of you. They opened the door about two minutes and 48 seconds ago, and they're ready to uh, cook up some hot steaming chicken today. Brined overnight, cooked to order, always comes out hot. Also, those Mississippi Delta recipe tamales, the hand-cut chicken fingers, and so much more. It is com. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown. Can I start with a wild stat? It's not going to you know, would, take the show over. But. Would love to
0: start with a wild stat. From Jeff Borzello, who covers college basketball uh, for ESPN. Kansas State set a record. Oh, I saw this. Have you seen this? It's yes. crazy. It's crazy. And he, he was unbeaten last year, too. Kansas State has set a Division I record. They have now won their seventh overtime game this season. Yeah, and they were 5-0 and o in overtime last year, Jerome too. Jerome Tang is 12-0. Yeah. He's never lost an overtime game. It's yeah. insane. And I don't they know how that's even possible. have never
3: been in that situation. They, they were, were up, up 25. 22. 22s 22 is when I saw it. 25. Yeah, they
0: yeah, they got got 25 turned and still it in overtime. But I don't know how you're... How, first of all, how you play seven overtime games in one season is crazy. Well, that's that, an excessive we'll Amount. Think
2: about this: They're seven and zero in overtime. They're nine and eleven in non overtime games. That's <laughs> not even compute. Yeah, but nine dude, and eleven in nine non overtime. Dude games. is twelve and zero in overtime. That is really really impressive to be twelve and zero in overtime games. Yeah. And then uh, another impressive thing from last night in basketball: R.J. Davis dropped forty two as North Carolina barely beat Miami 75-71. But that's the most points ever scored. Yeah, in we, the Dean Dome, which I mean, opened in 1986. That. We
3: had Carolina. It was minus a big number, and I brought up the fact. I said, watch, R.J. RJ <laughs> Davis on our video is going to have a big night. I didn't realize he was going to go 42 and no other Tar Heels would be in double figures. That was a frustrating game to watch because it looked like Carolina really took control in the second half, and they got up 14 with about six minutes to go. But Miami couldn't miss perimeter shots. And that's the thing. You know, you go back and you brought up Kentucky hit the thirteen of twenty four behind the arc against Alabama. One of the reasons they won going away, that was the reason Miami, who has now lost seven consecutive games, they were fourteen to thirty behind the arc. So that's that's how they kept that game close.
0: They are talk I saw an article this weekend, they're talking about either building a new arena or completely renovating the Dean Dome.
2: They don't know which path they're going to take.
0: Dean wow. Dome's
1: too, too big. It yeah. is
2: huge. It, it's
1: 20-some-odd like
0: Tom- thousand. It's right. like
2: Thompson Bowling Arena is too yeah. big, really, for Tennessee, in my opinion. Yeah. So do they not sell it out, though? I, I always assume North Carolina, when they were any good, sold the Dean Dome out. I think, I think it is sold out. I just think that it's um, it doesn't bring the atmosphere that you would want it to bring.
0: Right. So they have pretty much the same argument in the state of North Carolina that you have in the state of Alabama.
2: Like there's one smaller arena that's an amazing atmosphere yeah. and one bigger arena that is uh, not? I'm sure at some point they will tweet out, um, most watch games in the state of North Carolina this year <laughs> and have 10 North Carolina yeah. home games.
0: But I saw that article this weekend that they're, they're discussing right now whether to build a brand new arena, which I would assume would still have Dean Smith's name on it, or maybe Dean and Roy? I don't know. Yeah. I mean,
2: Roy or was there last Michael night. Michael Jordan. I mean, Roy yeah.
3: is a, a a
0: mainstay at these games. Yeah, and he won up. He won two national championships. <laughs> yep. is that right? And a bunch of games. I mean, so. he won
2: as
3: many as Dean did. I then. know.
0: I know. Now he's not Dean Smith, and he would tell you that he would... There's no way Roy Williams would want his name on the same arena as Dean Smith. so He's got that much respect for him.
3: Yeah, I mean, I thought Dean Smith was a better coach, but boy, it was close, man. I mean, you look at the
2: the complete resumes of the two. I think Roy might have the better overall resume. Wow, how about that? Yeah. Roy's name is on the court, according to yeah. Nick. Uh, 1986 is not an old arena. That's you know, it's, uh, by just, most terms, yeah, it we, just would be just would be a. Um, an atmosphere thing if they change yeah. the design of it. I mean, 86 is kind of old for an arena. I mean, we talk
3: about, uh, last week we were talking about Turner Field. I well, mean, it's old for pro arenas. I mean, pro arenas go quick,
0: but in the college, generally you stick with what you got. Yeah. I so, mean, 86, but it does. I mean, I'm sure it's pretty dated. If you I, I it remember,
3: in again, I've told you guys I was a Carolina <laughs> fan growing up. Remember the old games at Carmichael Hall? Oh, yeah. Where they would actually manually oh, yeah. turn the score. <laughs> Sitting
2: down on the floor, they had a scoreboard, but that was for the players. Yeah. They couldn't they couldn't look up and see the scoreboard, so it worked out good. It was always cool to see that. Uh, Roy Williams court at Dean Smith Arena. Thank you for all that. Who are jumping in? And Roy got three,
0: not two. My apologies for shorting Coach Williams. One, yeah, uh, that was
2: uh, that was always the thing with Dean is yeah. that he uh, couldn't win the big one. He couldn't, and and we talked about this. I think when you were off last week, the two he won.
0: Both just had weird circumstances. You, if you remember, he beat Georgetown when, was it Frank Brown? Sleepy Brown? Was that his name? Sleepy Floyd. Sleepy Floyd threw it away to James Worthy. And then the infamous Time timeout out. without a timeout by Chris Weber, when, as Lance pointed out, it is true, he traveled in the backcourt and got away with it already. Yeah, but that game was over
3: with anyway. I mean, no, was It was a two-possession game. No. no. I think mm-hmm. it was. You go back look when he calls a yeah, timeout. It was a two-possession game. No, they, that was the, as a North Carolina fan, that was the first championship I, I saw – and it was a one possession game. No, they had a ball in hand chance to tie. Yeah, one possession game, and the travel or the timeout
2: technical led it to a four point game. I, I, I I'll go my, stake with you. My memory, no, I'm not going to stake with you. My memory is that it was going to have to be a bucket, and then they were going to have to catch a break to, to get a shot to win it. That that timeout did not uh, did not uh, decide the game. But yeah, maybe I'm it, it
3: was a one-possession game. All
2: right. Um, show being brought to you today by our friends at Storm Restoration Roofing. Greg from Pell City, 205-542-3531, 542-3531. Greg from Pell City on Facebook, A-plus rated with a better business bureau. He and his wife own the company. They've uh, locally owned it for over 20 years. Storm Restoration Roofing has been locally owned for over 20 years. Insurance companies trust him. Greg will get on the roof for you and give you a free no-cost roof inspection. Great time of year to do that. That. And Greg will tell you, hey, you know, you got three, four, five more years left on that roof. No need to do anything now. Maybe you got some loose shingles up there. Let's fix that before the rainy season starts so you don't have any water damage seeping into your attic or anything like that, causing thousands of dollars worth of damage. Why not go ahead and get a free no-cost roof inspection? 205 542 Three five three one or Greg from Pell City on Facebook. It is Storm Restoration Roofing. Seventy three seventy one. You had a lost to state. Good done. Seventy three seventy one. Yeah, that was the when, score. When the
0: timeout happened. Yep. Yeah. Twenty yeah. seconds to go. Yeah. How about that? Seventy three seventy one. Yeah. I no, I remember they had a chance to tie or take the lead. Okay. Was it the I was sweating bullets. Oh, I bet you were. <laughs> Was it the throwaway that was a two-possession game then? I think it was a one-possession no, game. One I think Georgetown game, had ball in hand. I think you're going to lose <laughs> so right this. In my memory, one of those was not as significant as now, we've always played it up. Yeah, both were. Now, was there a three-point stripe in that Georgetown game? They were. No. Already,
2: there was not, I don't mm. think. So I think you could have only gotten a two-point basket. 84-85 was when they implemented yeah. that. Yeah. All right, to uh, college football and the talk of expansion that is resurfacing. Um, our buddy Josh Pate brought this up Sunday night on his show, Late Kick Josh. You get it the same place you get us on all these platforms. Like and subscribe for us and him. Give us a thumbs up today if you're watching us. Um, and we talked about where we'd go, and there was some miscommunication in the chat room. We weren't saying that Virginia Tech and NC State would be our top choices. Obviously, I've always said North Carolina and Duke would be tremendous to have them in the league just for the basketball aspect of it all. But Brownies contacts... Throughout college athletics, have always said that Virginia Tech and NC State were always on the radar of the SEC even before the last round of expansion. Right? Am I I'm not? I'm not misparaphrasing. You, you, that. No, you you are correct. I and the belief is I, always that if the ACC crumbles, uh-huh. that North Carolina and Virginia will go to the Big Ten. Yeah. Because of the AAU, now, whatever that is. Uh, let me just say this, though, Jim. Brad Crawford, who was on
0: the show last week, test for Lance. Where was Brad joining us from? Do you remember, Lance? Brad
3: was joining us from, hold on, I do know this. It was, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Keep was, going, I'll think of this as It was
0: Sprouts second. in Fayetteville, oh, North yeah, Carolina. Yeah. But he lives in North Carolina, and even he mentioned that he has a lot of Carolina followers on Twitter. Are you a fan of Sprouts? Um, I've never
2: been, to be honest with you. I I don't know if they'll be our future sponsor. They They won't be. Probably not. I hate talking about companies.
0: Uh, He tweets, North Carolina is essentially telling the Big Ten and the SEC that, quote, we're a package deal with NC State in expansion. Who is that? North Carolina? North Carolina. Now, that is a significant development there because I think most people in the expansion discussions had always assumed North North Carolina Carolina and Duke Duke were the package deal. NC State was uh, free to negotiate separately. But if they're
2: saying, no, 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 we're a package deal, that changes things. Yeah, so does that, does that help North <laughs> Carolina to the SEC or does it help NC State to the Big Ten? That's a great question. I think it helps both of them in their negotiations because
0: I think that's two pretty valued properties right there, North Carolina and North Carolina State. And I think most, most people are going to look at that and say, NC State, what do they bring you? Well, I'll tell you what they bring you. I think NC State... And North Carolina are the two biggest fan bases in that state, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Raleigh is a pretty big city. Yeah, it's Birmingham. Yeah, it's a big state capital city, and that's a big you know area right there. Duke's private, very small. Duke's private and very small, and doesn't bring you a ton in football, though they have gotten better. Not that North Carolina and NC State, but they bring you a little bit more, bigger stadiums. But it wouldn't, you know, if
2: you get those two together... And if you're following what's going on with... uh, the census in america and what it will look like in the future north carolina in that uh, district uh, that triangle up there that includes raleigh and durham and chapel hill is a fast-growing area so too is charlotte uh in the tech world and that's continuing to boom so that would bring a uh, a very large growing television markets in charlotte and raleigh durham remember raleigh durham is so big that it's got its own professional hockey team
0: yeah uh, that's the number 24 television market in the United yep. States, Raleigh, Durham, Fayetteville so you could speak on how significant that would be for the SEC anything like, top 50 is huge yeah, anything top 50 is big and technically the SEC has gotten some bigger ones with Oklahoma City Austin Atlanta when you consider Georgia, Nashville, that'd be one of the bigger ones though. You count Dallas now. Yeah, Dallas. I mean that was part of the expansion, you know, yeah. out to Texas to get Dallas, Houston, Austin, right. those if, big TV if markets. You've got
2: Texas, Texas AM,
0: Oklahoma, you've got Dallas. You've got
2: Dallas, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. you the SEC's added some big TV markets, but that one's nothing to sneeze at, number twenty four. Yeah. So that's that's why North Carolina State and or North Carolina has always been so important. Um, I just threw some out. If the if if the ACC is going to implode, um, Taylor's put together a little list of graphics. If we're going to twenty four, we'll say okay. This is your plan, yeah. If we're going to twenty four, uh-huh. these are some of the logos you would see. And I'll call it SEC four point oh. More on why it's four point in a second. Um, I would bring in. TCU, Baylor, and Oklahoma State from the Big 12. Would you bring those brands in? you like any of those? I mean, Boy. they're okay. Yeah.
3: Again, I mean, if this is where it's going, uh, there are better options than some others. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate TCU, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. I don't hate that. Yeah. I, I
0: mean, well, I, I kind of like Kansas State, but it just does nothing for you yeah. on the TV I mean, the, front. The
3: problem, well, not the problem, but TCU, Baylor, Oak State, you've already got Missouri there, Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma. I mean, it's... I mean, what is it? The SEC or the Big 12? I mean, you bring in TCU
0: and Baylor, you own this entire state of Texas. I mean, there's really very little left. Texas Tech and
2: UTSA and stuff like that. Virginia Tech, Florida State, Clemson, uh, Louisville, NC State. I've never liked Louisville. Never liked Louisville. I don't know know what it is. You like that beautiful arena? I did.
0: I loved the arena. The Yum Center is fantastic, and they'll get a good coach in there. They're going to fire Kenny Payne. They'll get a good coach. Um, I don't know what it is. Why do I not like Louisville? Somebody
2: tell me why I don't like Louisville. I don't know. I like their basketball should be good. I like their football product. I think you've. They're, you, my, they're my sneaky playoff team this year. If you said right yeah, now, Jim, wow. who is your sneaky playoff team? Louisville's my okay. sneaky playoff team. All right. I like you some Jeff Brom. He had a pretty good first year. Yep.
3: I think Brom's a good coach. And tell me why I don't like Louisville, though. I think you view it as kind of a minor league Division One program. Why is it? Papa that, John though? Stadium.
2: I don't know. I'm just yeah, I'm trying I mean, to get in your head here. I think that stadium's a pretty good atmosphere for Louisville and football. not
3: bad. It seems like we see it more on a Thursday night than any other time. i, I, I tell you what.
2: the Yum is, would be one of the best, if not the best arena in, in the SEC. No,
3: it would be the best arena in the SEC. As far as
0: facilities. Yeah, as far as facility goes. It's huge. Um, I tell you, man, I just don't like it. Part of it is that campus, when you drive into Louisville, that campus
2: looks awful. Yeah, I don't we, know. We can lose the graphic now. the uh, uh, Josh's de- debate and why this is going to expand is because he thinks that another tier of conference championships another a semifinal basically to be SEC champion and to be Big 10 champion could be coming. If we continue to expand, he's, he could see a world where we end up having four divisions inside each the SEC and the Big 10. And to LT's point earlier in the show, it continues to be more like the NFL where you've got four divisions. But if you've got 24 teams in each, that's four six-team divisions. Hence is why we went to 24. And then you start dividing that up and then you have division champions that play a semifinal. That's more for your TV partners. And then a conference championship game. Because Josh feels differently than I do. I, I don't see a future for the conference championship games. Josh said Sunday night. That the Big Ten and the SEC will not let their conference championships go. That they do not. They will not sign off on anything in the future without that conference championship. It's, it's going to lose. I, I'm not necessarily
3: disagreeing. I don't know what the future of these conference championship games are. But when you can stay home at ten and two and be assured a playoff spot, as opposed to going to Atlanta at ten and two and losing and being out, I I just don't know how many coaches are going to want to play in that game. Yeah, I.
0: I agree with Josh on a lot of things, but I could foresee a future where once the SEC and the Big Ten are part of the conferences that have peeled away from the NCAA and they're doing their own thing, that the TV networks will tell them, listen, if we'll drop these conference championship games, we can add these games to the playoffs. We're ESPN. We value your conference championship game at X amount of dollars. If we add this game to the playoffs, it's going to be X times Y. That's what you're going to get if you'll yeah. just drop this conference championship game. That's how much more money we're willing to invest if you'll drop it. And then Fox does the same thing with the <laughs> the uh, Big Ten. And I could see at that point, they're like, okay, now it makes sense. Like, I don't have to
2: put on that game and I still make the money from that game. Well, do, you, do you remember when, um, at one point, I think it was last summer, we'd heard that the SEC – you know, may may have their own playoffs. Remember that discussion that if they had to, the SEC could just hold their own playoffs. Uh, I've, I've heard that discussion. Yeah, 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 and I guess that's what people back then were talking about, uh, their own little playoffs to decide who the conference champion is with some creative scheduling. My point to all this is if we're expanding to the point where we're going to go back to divisions – we were just very excited about getting rid of the East and the West. Well,
0: you know what we're, we're about doing? about to play our
2: first year yeah. of no divisions in okay. the SEC, and everyone was excited about that. Yeah. Now we're going to have four divisions? You know what this is going to be like? It's going to be
0: like everybody was ready to get away from cable, right? I want streaming, man, a la carte. And we got a la carte. And then what happened? Everybody looked at the pricing. They're like, you know, if we could bundle these a la cartes back together and just pay one price for them, yeah, uh, guys, that's cable. That's yep. what you had. You already had that.
2: You if had that $29.99 for the first month, yeah. internet included. I know. Yeah. First that. year, but I got to sign a two year contract. Right. That was called cable. You had that. You didn't like it. And now we're back to it. And
0: everybody's like, Oh, we've gotten rid of all these divisions and we got fewer conferences. You know what we're going to end up with? Basically, the old conference model. That's right. It's going to be a bunch of small conferences under one
2: banner, basically. And what was your point? When I showed you the divisions I laid up this morning, what was your point on one of them? Well, that those six teams just look like the Big Twelve. Yeah, you had the you, one of your divisions was the Big Twelve. The other one
0: was the SEC West plus Missouri. Yeah, the other one was basically the East plus Auburn. I'm yep. like, we've had that, and then some ACC yeah. teams. Yeah, we yeah. had that. Yeah, <laughs> we
2: just called it something different. We should have just kept the old conferences.
0: So yes. I think that's what we're going to get back to. Is it's just going to be a bunch of smaller conferences? Which, by the way, nostalgic people like that. I mean, we talk about it often. I think I like it,
2: it. I think back at the old Southwest Conference and the old Big Eight when I was a kid growing up, I like those. Um, one more thing to tell you about in this segment before we get the trash coming up. Don't forget later today the meltdown. Back with episode number two goes at two p.m. two p.m. every day Monday through Friday um, on this platform, uh, but they got their specially channel there. So when you go to the next round on YouTube, go down and look for that logo that you see in the corner, the QR code there, and that'll take you right to like and subscribe like you do us. The boys will be there 2 o'clock this afternoon talking about a lot of non-sports stuff for you. If you want to cleanse that palate today, with a meltdown today at 2 o'clock Central Time. Uh, That meltdown reminder brought to you by our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama, UCA, with 35 urologists on hand and 16 locations across Alabama, treating all your urological needs from prostate health to kidney stones. They'll take care of you. Visit urologycentersofalabama.com, urologycentersalabama.com, to schedule an appointment today. Best apple out there is it Honeycrisp to you? I used to be a Fuji, Fuji. Uh, a Fuji guy. And then I became a Honeycrisp guy because it seems like everyone was buying Fujis and the price went up. Fuji apples to me are the best apples. That's my favorite apple. I like
3: Fuji, I like Honeycrisp, I like Granny Smith depending if it's can't be too sour, Ooh, you, it's got to yeah. be it's it's got to be that perfect. It's almost like a banana for me. Can't have a banana too green. Can't have it too brown. That, that
0: first bite of a too sour Granny Smith, Ooh. though, your your mouth
2: just dries right it's up. Awesome. It's like a sour patch. Yes. Um, Fuji apples, though, was it when back in our radio days? I used to eat a Fuji apple almost every day. Mm, I remember loved it. But yeah. now most of the ones I get feel like or seem like they have been frozen or refrigerated for a long, long time. So I moved over to the Honey Crisp, which, right. by the way, was two forty seven a pound. Dropped to it's dropped down to one seventy because everybody started eating the honey crisp. Uh-huh. So it's down to one seventy a pound now for the honey crisp. But now we've had so many people buying wanting the honey crisp and it was such a great price point that we've grown so many honey crisp now that the price is dropping. But also what happens? You got so many apples you're having to put them in the freezer and in the refrigeration and the storage. To keep them from going bad, and now we're back to where the Fuji apple was five years ago for me. Now I'm biting into some of these, and they look like they've been in my refrigerator for a month. What's amazing is you can buy like a Happy Meal for the price of an apple. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So are you gotta go back to the Fuji now. If you guys tell me the Fuji is back to its quality, it was you in know, the early I, I have early 20s. I, I, I haven't investigated the apples. My Fuji guy will not respond. Like it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, yeah. Rockstar May know this. Yeah, but the, but the but the Honey Crisp was a really good apple Ooh, for a while. How about Michael? He says Cosmic Crisp is another level. Have oh, you seen these? Michael, I'm not aware of the Cosmic well, I'm Crisp. Google this real quick. When I turn out the lights, does it glow like Cosmic Bowling? <laughs> what? It would, cosmic Crisp. Pink Lady Apple says Laura. Pink Lady. I, I don't know suppose. what the Pink Lady is.
0: Uh, Cosmic Crisp Apple is the remarkable result of 20 years of study and research by Washington State University, the Apple Cup. Yeah. So it's aptly named, huh? Well, you know they've got a lot of apples in that state. I would imagine. Um, here, I can find it. So it's can I cross- get the- oh, Here you go, Dunaway. Here you go. It is a cross between, where did I see this, the Honeycrisp. And the Fuji? And the Enterprise. Not quite. I don't know what the Enterprise Apple is. They drop it off to you? It's got the texture and juiciness of the Honeycrisp. Do you like the Honeycrisp texture and juiciness? Is that what you like about it? Yes. Them? Okay. It's got that. The late ripening behavior and long storage
2: of the enterprise. It does oh. sound like it's the perfect apple. <laughs> it sounds like a, a, an apple good to eat. There it is, the Cosmic Crisp. Uh-huh. I will check that out. I, I've never seen these. Now, I haven't apple shopped in quite a while. Yep. Really, really good. You ever wow. gotten
3: an apple with a, a worm legitimately in it when you're eating it? I've never had that.
2: Oh, not since the 70s. Yeah. Not since I left the trailer park. Pulled one off the tree. Well, this is a pretty crazy.
0: So, they developed this at, at Washington State and they did not plant the first tree until spring of 2017. So, these are already on the market. And they pre ordered it, did so well. They pre ordered 12 million trees and gave them out to Washington farmers in a lottery. They held a lottery for these trees um b72 I mean, that's crazy isn't b72. it b72 come and within, on and get your tree within three years 13 million cosmic
2: crisp trees have been planted in washington if we had and done of course there was a lawsuit if we did our show uh, up in the state of washington lt would have had us doing the auction all right. B72. B72. Come, on up, come course, on up and get your tree. Washington
0: State owns the patent. So if you
2: buy a Cosmic Crisp, you're helping the cougs out.
0: If yeah. You don't have a conference
1: home right Pack now. Pack two,
0: man. Pack somebody, two.
2: Somebody That's, needs to. Yeah. yeah. All right. Trash on the other side when we come back here today. Don't forget basketball tonight includes the big one in Starkville, Kentucky, and Mississippi State. Go back and hear our conversation with Stephen Pearl wherever you get the podcast this hour. Brought to you by Champies, Champies World Famous Fried Chicken, Highway 119 in Alabaster. Go check them out. It's ChampiesChicken.com Back in a moment.
1: Everything next round is on demand now in the podcast section at nextroundlive.com.
3: Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about one of our favorite places for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That is Hamburger Heaven since 1982. Hamburger Heaven has been serving Birmingham's best hamburgers, cheeseburgers, french fries, hand-spun milkshakes, and sandwiches made fresh to order. All of their ingredients are fresh and prepared daily. This includes their beef, always fresh, never frozen, hand-pattied each and every day. For breakfast, lunch, or dinner, visit any of the four locations, Highway 280, Irondale, Gardendale, and Homewood. What are you waiting for? It's non-stop gaming action at Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Come play more than 900 of the latest and greatest games around, featuring fun bonuses and big jackpots. You can wager and win on horse and greyhound races from all over the world. There are more ways to win at Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Birmingham Racecourse Casino, located off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Must be 21 or older. Hey, there's nothing worse than waking up to a plumbing problem. Don't get caught in a flooded house. Call the guys at Hemphill Services. Adam, Chad, and the team at Hemphill are the only ones I trust to fix it and fix it right the first time. Hemphill Services does it right and always at a fair price. For all of your plumbing, cooling, and heating needs, Trust the name that Birmingham has trusted since 1954. That is Hemphill Services. Call now, 205-229-2090. That's 205-229-2090.
0: Fire damage to your home or business is something you never want to consider. Ryan Brown here from the next round. But in the horrible event it happens, Dry Tech is here to help. They respond quickly and will reply to you within 20 minutes when you call 205-637-0143. They're working for you, the customer, not the insurance company. They've got five crews ready to go 24-7. Don't call the insurance company first. Call Dry Tech. Just remember this website, MyDryTech.com. That is MyDryTech.com.
4: Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live is dedicated to giving you daily news conferences and practice video from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and around college football. Follow and compare to the sites you used to visit. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Daily Show. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. See more
1: at nextroundlive.com.
3: Sports fans, Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. It's paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. Again, sportsbettingalliance.org.
2: Kyle Filipowski, day-to-day right now. Ice on his right knee yesterday. <laughs> love it. Love Boy, I tell it. you, I, I may saw not where, play against Louisville. he so.
3: survived a major injury. You know, I survived death when I got across the street two minutes before the uh, Greyhound mowed through downtown Birmingham. I survived a lightning strike when I got off the beach four hours before lightning hit. I'm glad he survived that major injury scare. It went from his ankle to his knee.
2: You think he plays tomorrow night against <laughs> Louisville?
3: Yeah. Uh, he's not icing his poon. He's yeah. icing his knee. No, it's Louisville, man. He don't need
0: him against Louisville. I mean, what a joke!
2: Remember when that soccer girl told us that American fans didn't know anything about soccer, so I had to learn a little bit about soccer. Uh, watching them last night, Mexico beat the American women two nothing. First time the American women have lost on American soil in a CONCACAF game since 2000. Wow! Yeah, they're getting mm. they're getting humbled right now. Yeah, two nothing. Mexico beat them last what night. What happened? Well, they had uh, a bunch of egos. Yeah, uh, got, Andy Warhol is yeah. the one that wore it yeah, out. They just thought, they thought they were badasses, and they're they're, they're not doing too good right now. And Anthony Kim is back, Brownie. Anthony Kim, remember that name? I do. Lance ball? used to like him. Some Anthony Kim.
3: And it was good, man. He wore the uh, the over the top, uh, very uh, extravagant belt buckles. He did. Yeah, but the you know he was so good for a moment in time, and there were. I guess rumors, and I guess there was legitimacy to some of these rumors of why he actually bowed out.
0: One of the reports was he had an injury and got a big insurance settlement on the injury, like a disability settlement $10 million. $10 million was the report and couldn't be seen playing golf or risk. Having to give the money back. So that's why he went into seclusion. He's back this week at Live in Saudi
2: Arabia, which means they're paying him what? More Uh, than ten million. More than $10 (laughs) dollars.
3: I would have thought based on where you are now with the pots in and week in, week out and some of these tournaments, even before Live I thought he was good enough where he could have grinded out eight to ten million a year. Yeah, it's, uh, some people just said he he decided the easy money was too easy, to
2: sit around and keep ten million. One of only five players to have three PGA Tour wins before the age of twenty five. Oh, he was a star, including guys like Tiger yeah. Woods and Phil Mickelson. He's back at age 38. It's been 12 years since he's played competitive golf. He's playing in Saudi this week for Liv. Yeah, it's hard to believe he'll ever reclaim anywhere close to the form he
0: had. But at his youth, when you're talking about that, he was considered, it was
2: going to be he and Tiger. Like he was going to be one of the rising stars. Yep. It was a building battle between Tiger and Anthony Kim, you can bet. Uh, live this week with our friends at mybookie.ag. Maybe you can bet anywhere in the state of Alabama soon with our friends at the Sports Betting Alliance.
3: Yeah, very important that you make your voice heard. Uh, Bill 151, it is coming up, and you can actually call your local state senator today, 334-261- 0800. Again, I left them a message on Friday. Just uh, make sure that they know you want them to vote yes. Very, very important here if you like to wager, if you like casinos, you like a lottery, you like sports betting. You're going to have the right to vote on all of them, but they got to hear from you. Alabama, one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports. House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you place a bet on the big game or not. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes. Again, that number 334-261-0800 paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. For more information on that organization, go to sportsbettingalliance.org.
1: Yesterday, was a little self-inflicted where I pried out that front control panel and cut them wires. They was kind of touching each other, shorting out the brain in the boat. I didn't have no dash work, and I was back there hot-wiring live wells, and it was my own fault. LT's Trash is presented by Mortgage Right. Mortgages, done the right way. He
2: from Chicago?
1: You
4: got Illinois but
3: not Chicago. Are you a veteran looking for a VA loan? Mortgage Right has been advocating for veterans since their company began. As a veteran-owned operated company committed to your well-being, they can help you find the best terms available, guide you through every step of the process, visit their location, Highway 280 in Birmingham. You can apply mortgageright.com slash TNR. Call 205 815 9200 nmls 2239 Equal Housing Lender. We start first. A Florida woman who was in possession of numerous wild animals pulled an alligator. Out of her yoga pants during a traffic stop. I don't find I, I don't believe this Rocky, until I see it.
2: Now, she looks a little
3: crazy. What? I because would say of disheveled.
2: Her, uh, crazy because right eye eyes bigger than the left eye and right eyebrows raised. Yeah, she's going the rock a little bit and she's tempting. In a more volume like way. She looks crazy because she had an alligator in her
3: yoga pants. Yeah, but I do, do you, I mean, how is that even possible? Yoga uh, pants are tight fit?
2: You can put a little caiman in there, I guess. Yeah. yeah small, small I'm alligator. not saying it's a full-grown alligator, but I bet it's a little, a little alligator. Yeah, a little baby alligator. Boy,
3: it gets, gets a hold of a little skin. Uh, that's going to yeah. be a problem. A little well, loose skin. Yeah. I mean,
2: I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. It is saying alligators are found in swamps and bushes. How? <laughs> Prosecutors say a deputy stopped to pick up a truck, uh carrying Michael Clemens, 22, and Ariel
3: Laqueur, 25, that ran a stop sign in May. Clemens allowed the deputy to search some bags and said uh, he and Laqueer were collecting snakes and frogs under an overpass. Now, the deputy opened a teenage mutant ninja turtle backpack and found 41 turtles inside. These people love turtles. When asked the woman if she had anything else, she pulled out a one-foot alligator out of her pants. That's it. That's all I got.
0: One foot. I mean, that is a small gator, but still. Anything else. Pants. It's Anything a lot, a lot small, smaller
3: than Melton's foot, right? Who, who wants bubblegum? So KFC's Cheetza. Chetza, Cheezza. 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 Right. Che- cheetza. 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 Spelled cheetza. yeah It's spelled uh, C-H-I-Z-Z-A. It's pronounced Cheetza. Is attempting. It's like chicken and pizza. Amalgamation, uh, amalgamation. amalgamation of two <laughs> mealtime staples, the pizza and the chicken parm. The item features two white meat, extra crispy fried chicken fillets, marinara sauce, mozzarella cheese, pepperoni. This mashup idea might remind you of another former KFC's past the double down. I remember us. Yep. First talking about this on Trash on the Table, it had two extra crispy white meat chicken fillets to serve as the bread. Cheese, bacon, and either mayo or spicy sauce debuted in 2010, remained on the menu for only a short time, did return in 2023 for a limited time. If you're, at, if you're wondering when the chitza is going to be available, uh, KFC locations in the U.S. starting February 26, which was yesterday. Let I'm me just say, well,
0: we got three for three that would try it back here. Oh, I try it. Yeah. It's. I, I was gonna say the concept is not awful. I'm not sure that's where I'd go for it,
3: but like uh, I that don't like concept it being
2: handheld, it's kind of looks like yeah. it's kind of messy to be. Okay, handheld. now How do I go I, knife and fork. I, I,
3: I am a KFC guy about once every five to ten years. So, well, <laughs> here was gonna be my point.
0: Don't make a huge commitment. Lance. There
3: are some products out there, and I'm not gonna specifically name the burger joint. But when it first came into the fold, there weren't a lot of locations around Birmingham 30, 40 years ago, and it was a really good burger. Has KFC's quality on their chicken changed as much as some of these burger joints? I do not know. I have not
2: had KFC in a very yeah, long and time. And
3: that's why I ask. You and would have, have to be somebody that has it a lot. Within
2: yeah. 10 miles of me, I know of two two locations of KFC. Yeah. yeah. I don't know KFC locations anywhere. Sometimes when I see them, I think I'm driving to Auburn. I see them as part of a gas station. There's one in Pelham and a gas station, and there's one in uh, Homewood, Green Springs. Yeah. That's the only two I know. Uh, obviously, I get my chicken at Champy's, so... Um, Yeah. He's not throwing mozzarella and pepperoni. Although he
0: could. I'd try it if Sterling threw it out there. If
2: Sterling did it, yeah.
3: Yeah. So we started first with a Florida woman, now Florida man. Uh, We've heard about this a lot, but they've got the Florida man games. Promoted as the most insane athletic showdown on earth. Florida man games poke fun at the state's reputation for bizarre stories involving brawling, drinking, (laughs) gunfire, reptile wrangling, and other annex carrying a risk of jail time or intensive care. Exactly the way I think the anthem would look it's at like that a bit. Dave Mustaine, a little yeah. bit.
2: Got a ton of petals on that table too.
3: Well, he's got a. I mean, his he needs to get out of the sun quickly. Yeah, he's going to roast. Yeah, he is going to burn. Now, the game's kicked off on Saturday with the Star Spangled Banner that you're seeing right here, played on electric guitar. Then, spectators sipping canned beers behind metal barricades, cheered and frequently shouted expletives as dozen teams battled in contest inspired by real events from America's most surreal state. Now, the first event, James Gordon of Deland won that event, wolfing down a plate loaded with barbecue pork and sausage, fraction of a second before his New Here's competitor. He chugged a beer to celebrate. Uh, one event had contenders dueling in muddy water in an inflatable pool, plump, pummeling each other with weapons made from pool noodles and duct tape. Another was a theft simulation relay in which competitors raced while toting a pair of bicycles, copper pyres, and converters.
2: <laughs> Pretty good. So the the, the rice, uh, bicycle thing was great. You had to be on a bicycle and steal another bicycle, so you had to like, pedal and try to have the other bicycle at the same time. Like this, uh,
0: I mean, that. this might be entertaining. It looked like it drew a good uh, crowd. Yeah, yeah,
2: more, uh, more several, than more than my Tampa Bay Rays, who apparently showed up on the right there. No, but I mean, if this was on, <laughs> like you said, you
3: watched uh, was it Mexico and USA last night? Women's? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, watched this. I, over I that. would yeah. definitely watch this over that, but I probably would at least sample it for a second. Uh, this one out of Louisville, Kentucky, we were just talking about an Indiana man arrested Wednesday after he allegedly tried to buy a Porsche from a dealership. With a $78 million check. Got
0: a good change. Hey, no, you got you to be a specific number.
3: Yeah. Then he refused to leave when he was turned down. Arrest documents show Connor Litka, 21 years old, of Bloomington, walked into the dealership with a $78 million check in hopes, buying a new Porsche from the dealership. Employees refused to sell him the car. Uh, he allegedly walked around to the back entrance to the dealership looking for the car keys. He refused to leave until uh, they sold him the Porsche. Scared he might do
2: something reckless. That's when employees called police and he was arrested. Listen, I know you guys are taking a little risk cashing this check. If you just give me the car and $1 million, right. yeah, we'll call it even. You, you keep, keep the rest. The, yeah. You keep the other 70 whatever. No problem at all.
3: Finally, 19-year-old man faces three months to five years in prison for stealing a horse trying to hide it in its in his apartment on the third floor of a residential building. They'll it's never find it. a hard thing to do. They will never find it. Like, we if you've lived in one of these buildings before, you can hear everyone on the steps. Can you imagine the yep. horse on the steps? Now, when police officers uh, in this small town of Poland received an emergency call about a man trying to lead a horse to the upper floors of a local apartment building, they thought it was a clever prank. However... The person on the other end of the line was not laughing. They insisted that there was a grown horse on the staircase of their building making its way up, and the residents needed police assistance. Police reluctantly sent out a crew to investigate, but they were shocked to find that the caller's story checked out. There was indeed a full-grown horse being led up to the upper floor of the apartment building by a young man, who appeared to be arguing with disgruntled neighbors trying to stop him. Officers later (laughs) learned the unnamed resident trying to lead the horse into his third floor apartment had stolen the animal and was trying to conceal it. Really difficult to do. Uh, In case someone came asking about it he apparently never considered how conspicuous the operation would be or how he would keep a full-grown horse in his two-bedroom apartment if he managed to get it through the front door and yeah. animals they had to cut it in half with a uh yeah. with a oh, saw yeah. right yeah.
2: dude what are you looking at you said we needed a secretariat around here to make oh, the office better oh. Don't the way god put it down
0: it is the very last place i'd look for that horse though to his defense it is if you're gonna hide
3: it somewhere all right, that is Trash Today, brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Right. Yeah, buying a home, major milestone in life, getting it right, comes down to the right advice at the right time. That's why we're proud to partner with our friends at mortgage Right, who do mortgages the right way. Call 205-815-9200. You can apply online, mortgageright.com, slash TNR, NMLS, 2239, equal housing lender.
2: And uh, this hour brought to you by our friends at Champy's World Famous Fried Chicken. More on Champies in just a second. Uh, Dan Wilcox passed away, age of 82. He was a writer of, contributing writer on two very, very successful shows uh, MASH and Sesame Street. That's a pretty good resume for him. Writer yeah, of quite MASH a, and yeah, Sesame Street. That's quite a difference, though, having to write both of those. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he passed away at the age of 82. And if you're looking for a new uh, podcast about crime, Katie Couric, her, her uh, email every morning recommends this one, Varnumtown. It's about the criminal escapades in remote North Carolina on a town with ties all the way back to Pablo Escobar, yeah. in Barnum Town. Hey, <laughs> I found one about
0: an Alabama story. Ooh. Jennifer and I have listened to three of the first, there are five of them. We've listed the first three. It's a guy that owned a piece of property and they found these abandoned houses on the property. And there's a theory that they used to uh, do tests on, like medical tests on children, kidnap children in there. Oh no! On this, on this, all oh, these houses he found on his property, and um, I don't know how it turns out. I'm only three deep. I'll let you guys know. I cannot remember the name of it, uh, but somebody tipped
3: Jennifer off on it. It's actually pretty entertaining. Sound of
2: freedom. No, that's not the name of it. Doesn't sound like Toy Story.
3: But. Yeah, I agree with Paul. Town that was one of the best I heard. Now, after something major happens in that, like at the end of episode two or three, it
2: takes kind of a dirt, uh, downturn.
3: But up until that point, yeah. I thought Town was fantastic. S-Town. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right, when we come back, Andy Kennedy, UAB Basketball, right now, second place, fighting for that two-seed in the American Athletic Conference. Uh, the AAC in basketball. We'll talk to Andy about the big game coming up Wednesday night at Bartow at 7 o'clock. That's next on TNR.
1: Follow Rockstar on Twitter at Rockstar BHM.
3: This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances
1: you have to win.
2: There are so many things I love about Walk-Ons. Authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine, prepared fresh daily from scratch. A great beer selection and TVs everywhere to watch the big game every day of the week. And of course, they've got two great locations on Highway 280 and 119 and at Hoover near the Hoover Met. Walk-Ons is also a great place for happy hour. Two to six Monday through Friday with $5 moonshine swirls, $5 house pours, and half-price appetizers. And it's an easy take-home experience for the family as well. Highway 280 and Hoover with Walk-Ons. Let me introduce you to the new line of Red Wing Athletic Work
0: Shoes. This great new line is perfect for the industrial athlete, the guy who is working on concrete or running through the warehouse all day long. Red Wing Athletics use the same technology found in a running shoe. With soft mesh uppers, a lightweight aluminum toe for protection, and non-slip soles, this shoe is a winner. This comfortable new line of safety shoes are perfect for warehousing and light manufacturing. Plus, the colors look great. Stop by your local Red Wing Shoe Store, have your feet measured, and test drive a new pair of
3: Red Wing Athletic Work Shoes. Spring weather is here, and our friends at Hemp Hill Services are offering a $69 HVAC tune-up, plus 10% off any service call when you mention the next round. Call Adam, Chad, and the guys at Hemp Hill Services. Make sure your HVAC unit is ready to keep up with the changing weather. Hemp Hill Services, locally owned and operated independent train dealer. The team can service all makes and models. For all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs, call Hemp Hill Services. It's hard to stop a train. 205-229-2090 or HemphillServices.com. That's 205-229-2090, HemphillServices.com. Stop by the New York Butcher Shop and pick up the finest and certified Angus prime beef steaks and burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, and all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees and side dishes are the perfect dinner-to-go choice for your family and are ready to heat at home. With a great selection of fine wines and desserts, the New York Butcher Shop is your one-stop dinner shop. Two locations to serve you, Cahaba Heights and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop, rare quality, well-done service. Hey, let me tell you about our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama, compassionate and comprehensive urological care with 35 physicians, 17 locations across Alabama, their patient-centered approach to all of your urological needs. Remember, they've got that new Men's Health Center. It is beautiful, helping men with a wide range of sensitive male issues in a comfortable environment. You can always go online, visit urologycentersalabama.com, alabama.com, schedule an appointment with one of their many urologists today. The World Wide Web is a large place. Find all your favorite
0: people and content in the same spot. Nextroundlive.com is full of wonderful tidbits about the show you know and love. Find our gear, listen to your favorite personalities, follow our socials, and enjoy your trip to nextroundlive.com.
2: All right. Final 15 minutes of the show today with our buddy Andy Kennedy brought to you by our friends at Legacy. The Swap and Drop program is back with Legacy right now. Apply online in minutes. Swapanddrop.com. Swapanddrop.com where you can take your car loan, your boat loan, your truck loan, or camper loan, motorcycle loan, ATV loan, any kind of loan. Swap it over to Legacy and get a better rate and lower your payment. Apply online in minutes. Swapanddrop.com. Swapanddrop.com with our friends at Legacy, a proud supporter of UAB Athletics. A.K., you're a sophisticated guy. Have you ever been to a wine tasting? You
4: no, know, I taste wine probably about every 24 hours, but I'm not <laughs> sure we put a, a label on it just yeah. yet. Uh, I, I have, I, I you know, uh, maybe once, maybe once.
0: Okay, well, you have to, sometimes, I've never done it. I grew up in Calhoun County. We, we you know, we did not do that thing growing up, but... Uh, you, you yeah, have to, not a lot
4: of that happening in Winston County either, where I'm from.
0: <laughs> you have to cleanse the palate between the wines, and uh, I would imagine the trip to Tulane was a good palate cleanse for what uh, what happened in the midweek game last week. You had to like the way your team bounced back.
4: Oh, touche! Now yes, well, it was a heck of a uh, setup there. It was a Dunaway setup. That was that was excellent. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was uh, you know, my biggest issue after our loss to Rice and uh was i just didn't like our approach I, I didn't i didn't like our fight we're sitting here guys at 18 and 9 and if we're being honest there was a point in uh about mid December where it was trending more towards 9 and 18 and the reason that it's 18 and 9 and not 9 and 18 is because of our fight our guys uh, uh continued to fight and continued to believe and started to trust and then we started having some success now we've got tangible results that, hey, man, if we take this, this approach, we can be successful. And I thought that, that, that lesson had been learned. Uh, we were playing really good basketball and we just did not play good against a Rice team that, to their credit, came in here and made shots and got us on our heels. So I didn't like our fight. Um, and we talked about that in the, in the two days leading up to, uh, going down to the big easy and playing a Tulane team. That, uh, that is totally different than Rice, and they have the ability to score. They're averaging about 85 a game, and they have the ability to score. So we really had to get back to toughness and having the right mindset, and I thought we did that in sweeping the green wave and coming back with, with a much-needed win. Hey, not
3: to harp on the negative, but that Rice game, to you guys had 113-16 and losing by 23 to a team that came in with nine wins. In your 130 games as UAB's head coach, is that maybe the most head-scratching loss
4: for you? Yeah, you know, I, I'd been disappointed some uh, throughout the, the course of this season, obviously, but I, I don't think I'd ever been into a, to a point where I was discouraged. Disappointed, but not discouraged. I was a little discouraged after uh, the Rice game because, again, I just didn't like our fight. I, I'm we're, we're a team that certainly is living on a, a, a razor-thin margin at times. That's been proven, but our fight has never really been in question until – until after Wednesday night, again, I, I addressed it very, very openly with our guys, and, and they responded, which was, again, a great sign. And now we're sitting here with four games remaining starting tomorrow night against Wichita State, Bartow Arena, <coughs> 7 o'clock, where if, if we're in complete control of our own destiny as it relates to trying to get a double bye, trying to get to the point where you're not playing until Friday in Fort Worth, because, again, I'm, I'm not quite as dumb as I look I realized winning three in a row is a little more probable than winning four in a row.
2: Yeah, and, and that said, for those who aren't paying attention, USF, South Florida, one loss. Then there's Charlotte, Florida, Atlantic, and UAB, all with four losses. So battling for that top four seed, as good as a two seed, possibly down the stretch here. Um, with that said, sometimes you break down the season uh, into sort of capsules, and with this much left, there's still a lot to gain down the stretch here. You, that's got to feel pretty good, right, that you can still see the end and still have so much to play for here before you get to that tournament.
4: Well, you know, you're always uh, – you set goals, and those goals change throughout the course of the season. Now the, the only thing that we can control is what's in front of us, and as you said, and that's closing the season strong – uh, and trying to get to where again we have an opportunity going into Fort Worth. Number one, I want to be playing good basketball, but number two, we've already proven, I mean, there's one team that's beaten South Florida and that was us. They're on a thirteen game winning streak. Their 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 loss uh, prior to that was was to the good old UAB Blazers. Um we've already beaten FAU, we've already beaten Memphis. You know, we had an opportunity against Charlotte where we were up, I think, seventeen in the first half and didn't finish that game at Charlotte. So we feel like uh, we've got another opportunity against SMU, which could have huge ramifications if we do what we're supposed to in the next three games uh, on on senior night here in, in Bartow in, in a couple of weeks. So, again, we're focused on what is in front of us and the goals that still are attainable. So Wichita State
2: is the first team to pop to mind when they made the announcement way back in the day. Uh, UAB's going to the American. I instantly thought, man, I'm going to enjoy when Wichita State comes to UAB, and here they come. But it's not the Wichita State most fans have known. What 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 is this Wichita State team? What 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 do they do well, and what maybe can you take advantage of tomorrow night when that brand comes to town?
4: Well, I, I was the same way, Jim. I, I was excited because uh, you know, as a basketball Jones, you're talking about great basketball heritage. Greg Marshall taking them to a Final Four just recently. They were uh, number one seed in the NCAA tournament, undefeated. When when Kentucky came in a little underseeded, remember the eight nine game and knocked yep. them off in the second round. Uh, a new coach, Paul Mills, who's who's uh, in the Scott Drew tree. Uh, he was at Baylor along with Jerome Tang, who's at Kansas State, along with Grant McCaslin, who's now at Texas Tech, formerly of North Texas. All those guys were working together when they. They rebuilt this this Baylor program into a nationally prominent program. Paul then goes to uh, uh, Oral Roberts, had great success there, and this is his first year at Wichita State. And as you look at their roster, man, it's just like uh, you no, know, it used to be they would they would list Jim Dunaway. They would they'd, they'd say your height, your weight, and your hometown and your high school, or maybe you went to a JUCO. Now, when you look at it. It's like they have to go like two pages for, for the school, all the different schools that his <laughs> players have been to. Like his best player, I think this is his fourth school. Uh, so it's kind of a hodgepodge group, a group that is dangerous because, uh, they're certainly capable. Uh, this group has had issues like us a little bit. They don't score it easily. And when you don't score it easily, it puts a lot of pressure on the other parts of your game. They're really, really solid defensively. Uh, and they cer- certainly got a puncher's chance. We, we Hopefully we've learned our lesson, uh, and we will come in with the right approach tomorrow night.
3: You know, as much expect- expectation as there was for Wichita State, there was none for South Florida. And Amir Abdul rahim what he's done in year one, and you guys have given them their only conference loss. But, I mean, it, it's amazing. That's a program that I think has won one NCAA tournament game in the history of that entire program. I mean, yeah, what is he done? Two, to, actually,
4: okay, they, they won two. I think they won a first four game and then a round of sixty four game. Uh, back with Stan Heath, formerly when when I got the old Miss job in two thousand six, Stan Heath was a coach at Arkansas. That's how far back it goes. And so, uh, yeah, a program down in Tampa. They got a lot of resources, man. Beautiful place to live, but they just hadn't really found that niche uh, in basketball. I was back, their, their glory days, believe it or not, were back in the old Sunbelt days when I was playing. A guy named Bobby Paschal was the head coach, and I think they went to two of their maybe four NCAA tournaments during my era. Um Yeah, um, Amir's done a great job. Uh, you know, he did a great job last year at Kennesaw State, gets that job, takes a couple of guys with him, inherits a couple of guys, and it's just work. Now, I think we've talked about this before. One of the things that the AAC did, which is a little unique, and they were doing it trying to help teams that they felt like were potential NCAA tournament teams, they did this pod scheduling, and they did it based on preseason rankings, which, again, I think is a, is a fool's errand now because of the transfer portal. Nobody knows who's going to be good because you have so much complete roster turnover. But they were rated 13th out of 14th, meaning they play the teams at the bottom twice. So They only played us once in Birmingham. We were able to beat them. They beat... Uh, Memphis they only played them once they beat Memphis in Memphis they only play FAU once they beat FAU in Tampa so forth and so on so they've got a little bit of a benefit if you looked at Ken Palm and I do you looked at Ken Palm the conference strength of schedule we have the number one rated conference strength of schedule in the American and they have the 14th rated strength of schedule
0: do you look at Ken Palm every single day is that something you do every single day
4: Multiple times daily. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah,
0: because we don't, I mean, we don't have a coach on Nate. I don't know
4: why. I just kind of go to it. Well, I, mean, I, I, I have this, this random thought process that pops in my head. And, and immediately when I want to look something up statistically, I yeah. go right there.
0: I mean, I don't know that we have Nate Oates on when he doesn't bring it up. Stephen Pearl comes on with us every week, like you do. He brings it up pretty much every interview. Bruce, when he comes on, brings it up. It's like it is the go-to for you coaches. I think it's so funny how Ken Potts, I don't even know if he knew he was going to create that. But, buddy, when he created something, he created something you coaches love.
4: Yeah, that was a genius way in, way in, way ahead of his time. And I think it's just very informational. Like for us, we haven't played Wichita all year. We go right there because when you get this deep in the season, there's, there's some numbers there that uh, you certainly can't deny as it relates to how teams play.
0: All right, 975 UAB1 or UABSports.com to get tickets. Huge game for seating tomorrow night. Huge game anyway, but seating certainly uh, in the conference tournament for UAB. 7 o'clock, Bar 2 Arena. The Shockers coming to town, Wichita State. AK, good luck. We appreciate the time as always. Okay, guys. Thank you. Thank you, coach. Take care. Um, it was even before Greg Marshall left, there was an issue. They had started to slip a little bit. It's hard to f- remember how good that program
3: was. Oh, uh, I, I, you know, there was a time where Marshall was mentioned for the Alabama job. I no think doubt. it was before Anthony Grant. I think, or it
2: might have been oh, I Avery think it was Johnson. When they hired Grant, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe it was, when they it hired was one Johnson, of those yeah. two.
3: But they were like the Koch brothers in Wichita. They're not going to let this guy go.
2: Oh, and and I think well, he, did. I think he had, you know, I don't know if anybody reached out to him, but I think he'd let it be known that. Uh, He thought Wichita State was a better job.
3: Well, I mean, look, he'd already been to a Final Four, as Andy said there. I think he had four or five 30-plus win seasons. And those Koch brothers, very important. And when people were getting canceled, he's one of the guys that got canceled. And he got, I think, close to $8 million to walk away. I do not think he's working in basketball. I don't know what he's doing right now. I don't think he does anything.
0: That guy completely disappeared. He was maybe the hottest name in coaching at one point. But for for hires, uh, people yeah, he was. Making hires
2: Two thousand seven to two to two thousand twenty, three hundred and thirty seven wins and one hundred and nineteen losses had a seventy three percent, seventy four percent winning percentage in uh, at Wichita State. They were in the final four, and then I think the next year they were a one seed. Were they not? Yeah, they
0: were. Yeah. yeah, they. I don't think they were one seed the year they made the final four, but then the next year they were like. 35 and 1 or 35 and 0 or something like that. And they were a one seed and they got bounced early. But uh,
2: that guy had them in the national conversation every single year. Yeah. Like Andy said, one seed that, uh, that, oh, that's right. You got the that bad that Kentucky did. 8-9 that's right. Kentucky did. team. Did. Uh, that's that's a bad draw right there and bad seating by that committee. All right, Legacy Credit Union, SwapAndDrop.com swap com for Andy. Also, Michelson, Laser Vision, bringing you part of the show today.
3: Yeah, call, ask for Amy. Tell her the next round. Sent you 205-969-8100. Dr. Mark Michelson, the first to perform the laser procedure in the state of Alabama back in 1995. A true pioneer, him and his daughter. Dr. Jen Michelson, the best in the business. I'm speaking from experience. I got the procedure done over two decades ago i still have 2015 vision better than 2020 205 969 8100 ask for amy ask her about that pre-inflation pricing for more information michelson
2: by the way uh, final thought no running backs are going to be tagged this year in the nfl no franchise tag that would have carried with it an 11.9 million dollar one year salary so that means to, that, that will tell you that the Payroll that you will pay for a good running back is going to be less than eleven point nine million because that's the average of the top five on the market. Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, uh, Pollard from the Cowboys, Eckler from the Chargers, and Derek Henry from the Titans. Five, those five guys, and more available as free agents. Apparently, all for less than eleven million dollars. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, just it's, the market's dead, man. It really is. If yeah. I if I'm a kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm finding another position to play yep. and Think about that We increased the cap By 13.6% And still you're not willing to tag Any of those running backs To yeah. give them that money That you tagged You're going to let them go And just uh, running back by committee Who won the Super Bowl? Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs And their running back is? Pacheco and Clyde, Ed, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Edwards-Hilaire was a
3: guy they stole. Well, yeah. I shouldn't say stole. They got him at the very end of the first round, and their guy go-to guy is Pacheco.
2: Yeah, who, who they are not paying $11 million. Yep. All right, so that's uh, no franchise tags in the NFL. Combine conversation continues tomorrow in Indianapolis. We go back to college football as Auburn hits the practice field tomorrow or today. You'll hear about them tomorrow at 9 a.m. Central right here. Until next time, God bless you and God bless America.